Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, Husker fans. Welcome to episode 204 of the Husker Football Fan Podcast. I'm Mike Harvat. And I'm Justin Swanson. At long last, in today's episode, we tie up preseason loose ends and preview this Saturday's matchup with Ohio State. You can find us on the web at huskerpod.com or by searching Husker Football Fan Podcast on Facebook. You can also connect with us on Twitter by following at huskerpod or email us at huskerpod at gmail.com. This episode is brought to you by Central Nebraska Buffalo. Check out their website for their latest deals at cnbuffalo.com. Also brought to you by Monty Rohde with Pinnacle Realty in Lincoln. Looking to buy or sell a home in Lincoln or know somebody who is? Hit up Monty at 402-770-3356. At last. Mike, it's finally game week. It, oh, that is music to my ears. Oh, it's music to my ears, Justin. It seemed like an eternity, and not just because we didn't have a bowl game, although that added to it. Mm-hmm. Dude, it has been. It's been rough. I know that you say that you haven't been paying too much attention to football in general just because it hasn't been the Huskers, but as somebody yeah. who was all about, all right, here we go, college football, it's starting back up, and then the NFL, and like all this excitement about a month ago, that has worn off for me. I like I'm still kind of watching football games, but it's more like it's on in the background while I'm doing other stuff. Um, That's funny. So I'm so ready. I am so ready for Nebraska to play. I say it's funny because like this weekend I actually did watch some football. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I watched. I was trying to think of something to do with the kids while my wife was out Saturday morning. So we watched the first half of the uh, Kansas and uh, uh, that classic Big Eight matchup, Kansas and West Virginia. Oh, how did that go? You know, it was sloppy, and but it was fun, and I have no idea who even ended up winning that game. <laughs> they didn't watch the second half, but uh, it was it was fun to to be watching and to just starting to think about where we fit into the grand scheme of things across the with all the different conferences, and and you know the the top twenty five hasn't really existed with the Pac twelve or the Big Ten, so um, it's really interesting to get a lay of the land. And know that now we're going to kind of like plug in and we're going to, it's going to be a sprint. I mean, you always have a full season, but there's a bye week and I don't know. It just doesn't feel so like hair raising as this feels like it could be. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's the scary thing is you just keep hearing, you know, we are starting to hear uh, things here and there where teams have to reschedule or they have to cancel Uh or whatever due to COVID. And things have been kind of quiet, at least here in Nebraska. When it comes to um, Husker football and COVID-19, I haven't heard much at all about any players testing positive or, um, I guess, I mean, obviously with privacy laws and stuff, maybe they can't talk about some things, but... I think they probably could. I think that in part reflects the fact that we're just not revealing that information for, mm-hmm. for good or for ill. So like last week the track team shut down practice because oh. there was such such a big outbreak. Okay, I didn't then, hear anything about that. Yeah, well, I mean, it's the track team, so it doesn't get quite the same press, but um, 
that happened. I don't know if they're still shut down or not. Uh, I imagine so. And then um, Frost made a, a comment a week or two ago about how a bunch of the guys have had it. A bunch of the position groups have had it. And so there's some position groups where they haven't had it. So, like, those would be the ones that would be at risk if there was an outbreak. So, mm-hmm. then you're like, well, what what position groups have had it? Yeah. You can tell. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, you had uh, Saban get it oh, and gosh. then get back on the field. Yeah. And then just today we've seen where Jeff Brom has it. Um, and unlike the SEC, I imagine the Big Ten will stick to the standards they've put out. I don't know. It'll probably be a battle. <laughs> Man, it won't be revisited until tomorrow. Right. Uh, but, you know, all that to say, like, uh, I am prepared for a really zany week weekend, a really zany game, but also just a really zany season. Who knows? Like, this the 2020 season – We'll probably just have an asterisk by it in all the record books because oh, it absolutely um, will. You know, so many teams took so much time off, and you, you know who you don't know who cared and who didn't. And um, tackling has been atrocious in the first few games, and without the uh, the warm up non conference games, everybody's just getting to it, and it looks really bad. Yeah, yeah, it does. <laughs> I'm, hopefully that works to our favor this week, but mm-hmm. it might not. So I'm just trying to prepare myself and you too, yeah. dear listener. Yeah, it's one of those things where, uh, you know, this is our Ohio State preview episode. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think it's funny. I'm seeing things even from professional sports writers where they're saying, well, we're just going to learn a lot of things this next week now, aren't we? Mm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So it's kind of one of those things where it's like, okay, so that gives me at least a little bit of peace of mind or I can rest easy when I look at this game and I'm just like, I don't know. I don't know. Totally. Like we just have, yeah, I mean, I feel like Nebraska fans right now feel like as they've followed the team really closely, we have a, there's a quiet confidence maybe. And, um, you know, Ohio State fans, they just think they're going to shellack us. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, I've seen projected win total i mean last week we talked fpi had us at two and six i've seen that projected from like the different uh sports books um so there's just very little expectation for a successful year for us i feel like with all the offense we've got coming back with so much strength in the offensive line um with with a probably a stronger supporting cast than we had last year offensively i feel like this this team's going to be able to to move the ball and we'll just see we'll just see where that defense is at Hey, before we get too far along into Ohio State, let's uh, let's talk about some of those odds and ends we referenced in the intro. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Pretty pretty newsy week here for Nebraska with and most Big Ten teams as the season approaches. So I guess the first thing is we have captains. We've got uh, three offensive, two defense, no special teams, which I think is indicative of the fact is like there's no special team players coming back. <laughs> Can you think of it? They're, just, they're all gone. Mm-hmm. So you've got uh, Adrian Martinez and Matt Farniak returning as captains. Um, you've got Colin Miller and DiCaprio Boodle, first-time captains. Colin Miller kind of uh, played all over the defense for the last few years. And then, for me, the big surprise was Cade Warner, um, former walk-on. Um, I think I don't know if it's been confirmed, but his roommate, Austin Allen, says he's on scholarship now. Um, so you've got a walk-on to scholarship to captain story here. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. From a guy who played as a freshman, but you know, struggled last year with some injuries. Um, I don't know what to make of that. What are, What are your thoughts? Well, I I think that it adds I don't know some credibility to that scholarship claim, just because it's like, well, that makes sense if they're going to name him a captain. Uh, he should be somebody who's 
getting some kind of a, you know, I don't want to say a kickback, but I mean, like, it, it follows <laughs> that if anybody's going to be on scholarship, it would be a captain, you know? So, um, just good for him. That's awesome. I mean, he has played well, and uh, apparently he's kind of stepped up and become a leader within the team, so I'm all for it. Yeah, I mean... I, I guess I kind of want to read into it. Maybe that means the wide receiver room's thinner than, you know, the contributors mm. aren't going to be quite – maybe it means – maybe there's – it sounds like he really wants to be a coach and has a vision to be a coach and has been very engaged with his teammates um, through the offseason trying to keep people focused and always growing as football players. So maybe it's representative of that. I don't know. I, I doubt he got captain because he has a famous dad, but, um, you know – doesn't he's, hurt. He's, <laughs> he's got good football lineage there. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so uh, I think the fact that Adrian Martinez is the quarterback, or as a quarterback, is a captain means like Luke McCaffrey's not really going to be the starter. Guys. Right, right. Update Martinez was officially named the starter on Monday. I don't even get why people keep bringing that up at this point. I mean, like, he's in all the graphics. You know, you, you keep seeing these professionally. Uh, done, you know, these professional photo shoots with, I mean, I, of course they do that for every player, but he's the one who's on the front cover of everything right now, and uh, and that's coming from official media stuff from the, the university, so it's kind of like, yeah, Adrian Martinez this year is going to continue to be the face of Nebraska football. Right. I mean, there's never anybody more popular than the backup quarterback, so... <laughs> He's super likable. He's been very exciting when he's been on the field, but he just hasn't been on the field that yeah. much. I saw somebody post online this past week. They're like, am I the only person who wants Adrian Martinez to succeed? And I'm just like, huh. no, 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 no. This is this is what happens all the time. Every, every team has a backup quarterback that there's a really vocal fan base for that person that's saying, we need to put him in and it's going to solve all our problems. Adrian Martinez, he doesn't know what he's doing. I mean, we've heard that year after year. Um, I'm hoping for best-case scenario, it's one of those situations where, you know, let's look back to the mid-'90s. We had a couple of quarterbacks. We had uh, even a trio of quarterbacks, you could argue, who were all fit to start, and I'd love to see that kind of battle. I mean, what a wonderful problem to have if that's the case where McCaffrey steps up and gives Martinez a run for his money. Um, But just practically speaking – it doesn't make any sense to me that he would be seriously considered as the starter, especially with everything you were saying earlier about how 2020 is such a weird season. You want somebody who knows what he's doing in the driver's seat. Word. Yeah. A- absolutely. Yeah. I, and it, I think we said this last week. Verduzco, Frost, I mean, uh, Lubick, they got to do what they got to do to make the backup quarterback feel like he's got a shot and that all his work is not in vain Mm -hmm. um and and it sounds like adrian has felt pushed you know has felt that competition which is good you want to feel pushed um didn't didn't really have that last year so Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um you know for for all the right reasons they've been saying that stuff but yeah there's no question it's adrian is the is the starting quarterback and i think that that speaks to the the captain situation you know you you look at cade warner and say oof maybe there isn't anybody else to be in that position to fill those shoes but what i see is i see a group of guys that have kind of weathered the storm uh from day one of scott frost you know who are stepping up to get things done mike did you see the alternative jerseys video 
You mean the horror movie that happened to have Nebraska football incorporated in some way? That was creepy, man. Dude, um, what is happening? <laughs> what is happening to Nebraska's social media? We need to have some games is what we need. Yeah, um, but I guess uh, I guess this is uh, this is going to be an interesting adjustment in the future in, in seeing how branding and you know the the, the gates are swinging wide open i guess you know this video wasn't tied to a particular student but um you know there's there's just a different flavor all of a sudden when it comes to what we're seeing on social media i mean uh, on one hand you have that captain's tweet which was a really kind of almost dare i say classic look oh sure you know i i don't know how to describe minimal minimalist kind of a appeal black white red mm-hmm. um uh stripped down dramatic but the kind of thing much. that could go on somebody's wall on a poster and stay yeah. there for 20 years yeah and and then on the flip side you you have the totally random um i think it was DiCaprio Boodle and Luke McCaffrey like standing there in the desert Hold, holding the horseshoe like a guitar, a guitar and spurs and cowboy hats and cowboy hats that almost like they're so far up on their heads that it almost looks like when somebody tries to photoshop a hat on somebody. <laughs> yeah. The first I mean, I don't, Nebraskans wear wear baseball caps first of all. We're not really a cowboy hat culture, but second mm-hmm. of all it's like you don't wear cowboy hats, do you? <laughs> <laughs> I would That's argue I that you, you you get west of Lincoln, you get a you get a lot of ranchers and whatnot wearing cowboy hats, but uh, no, no, yeah. I think I I mean listeners comment if you have an opinion on this, but I think it's generally accepted that like you go south and you hit the cowboy hats. Yeah, but Nebraska, we're, we're a we're a baseball cap, seed corn cap, sure, uh, Nebraska sure. hat wearing culture. <laughs> um, we're so, gonna have anyway. people chiming in, trying to just like when I tried to say that uh, "Back in the Saddle Again" was a rock song, not a country song. As it turns out, and it's both. <laughs> it's both, but more people agreed with you. Oh, well. I made a joke on that comment. I made a joke that like, is that a country song? If so, I've never heard of it. But then my dad texted me afterwards, and I was like, oh yeah, of course I've heard that song, <laughs> uh, the country song, right? Um, but yeah, I, I was trying to describe this uh, this edit to my wife and it's just like it's just it's kind of weird you know what it makes me think of you remember uh the backlash years ago when there was that commercial that was kind of like playing off the whole children of the corn motif where it was like nebraska players in a cornfield like implying that memorial stadium was in the middle of a cornfield when it when it very obviously is not it's in the middle of downtown lincoln surrounded by buildings and concrete but uh yeah um we'll we'll give them a while to kind of figure out you know to strike that balance with uh what to do with marketing players um something i did notice though um i was poking around on huskers.com and this may be something that they've had in the past but they actually have like a social media directory of all the players where you can oh, find I think that's new yeah. yeah um interestingly no coaches have an instagram um but uh most of the players have both twitter and instagram so there's uh we're probably gonna see more and more of that where 
Um, I don't know if we'll see that uh, during games at some point. You know, if a, a player gets a good play and uh, they put their hashtag or whatever down at the bottom of the screen. I guess actually some teams are doing that where like if somebody gets an interception, they have a whiteboard where they write down their Twitter handle and they hold it up for the TV. Oh, but, that's but, been this uh, season? I haven't, I haven't noticed yeah, that. Yeah. That's cool. Or is it cool? I don't know. It, well, it's just interesting. I see that, and I guess my big my big takeaway is like this isn't for me. <laughs> Who's this for? Right. Like, do do this? Do the student athletes like this? Uh, do the, the the recruits like the kids these days? Like, who who likes this? Well, it's not for me. Interesting choices. Um, I, I used to be with it. Also, interesting piece of news. Uh, for about a hot minute, there was going to be a watch party at PBA for this first game. <laughs> there couldn't be anybody in the football stands, but they could be at PBA as numbers are ticking up in the state. I don't even get how that would have been improved. Like, who decided, Wait. yes, let's green light this in light of why people can't even be in the stadium to begin with? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Was somebody just trying to, like, make a point about something or... <laughs> how did how did that happen? I don't know. That We're was, gonna do our own that, thing. That came out and is like, this can't be serious. Uh, and then they canceled it the next day. Human beings may not be able to be in the stands this fall, but uh, Justin, you and I, we cooked something up, didn't we? We're gonna have our cardboard cutout out there with the best of them. Mm-hmm. I'm super curious, like how many how many of our listeners ha- will have a cardboard cutout? We should have a cardboard cutout like watch party or I don't know. I'm, do, has anybody heard where their cardboard cutout is? It's hard to say cardboard cutout quickly, repeatedly. Mm. Um, uh, That's kind of why I tossed it to you without saying it. <laughs> we haven't heard on ours, but eh, it's it's a fun thing. Mm-hmm. I'm just one of those people who's like, I wonder if it will ever appear on television. Because like, presumably there's going to be a lot of cutouts. I don't know where they're going to be. And I don't know how many people bought cutouts. So, like, it is there some intern or some TA or whatever that's going to be just placing cardboard cutouts yeah. all week long in the stands because they got to put down tens of thousands of them? You know, um, they did. There were some tweets of of people out placing them. So mm-hmm. I think some of them are already out there. Oh wow! So they must be a little bit more than actual cardboard. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because it rained. It rained last night. Um, so, yeah, I wonder, too, because, I mean, we went back and forth on what to use, wh- whether we should do, like, each of us half of our faces. And ultimately, we used our logo. And, you know, I feel like if you're a camera, like, who wants to get a logo mm-hmm. um, in a shot when you could get a, a person's face? So, But um, if our cardboard cutout is situated next to, like, say, you know, somebody did a cardboard cutout of The Rock, maybe we get uh, on TV. Yeah. <laughs> or Buddy the Elf. Who knows? Gabrielle Union. Right. You know, she's a Nebraska fan, and she likes to come back every once in a while. So maybe she and her husband will have cutouts and their kids, and they'll be by ours, and then we'll get on TV and be famous. (laughs) So anyway, send us a picture. If you you have a cardboard cutout, send us a picture so we know what to uh, look for. Yeah, that'd be be awesome. Identify some of our, uh, our listeners, at least in cardboard cutout form, while we're watching the game. I saw our buddy 601 tweeted like how much do i have to donate is it possible to get my cardboard cut out in section 601 <laughs> i suppose now's the time to, to talk about the ohio state game mm. what are you thinking man like what what's gonna happen well this is hard for me because we both predicted this as a loss in our season preview last week um 
So, Which is like against the rules of our score prediction. Yeah, contest. well, that's what I was going to say. If we're going to do a score prediction, going to have to rethink that. Well, um, let's, let's chat about him for a little bit before we get to that. Yeah, point. absolutely. Absolutely. Um, but the overwhelming concern for me regarding this game is I just want Nebraska to be competitive. Um, we talked a little bit about this last week. Uh, I want them to be in the game in the fourth quarter if possible. Um, if they start pulling away from us towards the end of the third, okay, I guess I can live with that. But I would love to be you know, texting friends and family at halftime saying, like, I think we can pull this thing off, you know, and may- maybe even take the lead going into halftime. You know, stranger things have happened. Um, but uh, I think that we have just been shellacked by Ohio State so many times in recent many, history. Yeah. Many that, have, yeah. That needs to change. Ohio State, more than any team, has embarrassed us in terms of just absolute <laughs> giant blowouts. It's true. It's true. Um, and you know, they, they return, um, an awful lot of talent offensively. Mm -hmm. So they're going to score points. You know, we just, I feel like for us as well, we return a lot offensively. It's it's still a little unclear, you know, who, who are going to be the primary pass catchers. Who's the second string running back. Um, I don't think it's really unclear who's going to trot out there to take the first snap at quarterback, but, um, you know, offensively, I feel like we could really have some success this year and defensively they've made some improvements. Uh, we've got some of uh, Frost's early recruits who are, who are ready to make an impact, some transfers, um, you know, special teams is going to be a whole new thing. Um, so, you know, special I'm teams guessing, will be better. Special teams special will be teams, better. <laughs> there's going to, there's a lot of competition out there that there wasn't in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I mean, so just I feel, objectively, nothing can be worse than last year. I don't think so long snapper could be worse. Okay. At Nebraska, though, in terms of, as a whole, special teams better improve this year. <laughs> yeah, I, and I'm really curious to see who is going to be our long snapper, by the way. Mm. Um, as the uh, unofficial long snapper, Husker long snapper fan podcast. Um, but I feel like for us to win, it's going to have to be, we're going to have to score a lot of points. Because I, I suspect it's going to be hard for us to keep them out of the end zone. Yeah, you would hope that Nebraska can capitalize on the fact that, you know, just like we were talking about how uh, for some games we're not going to have that home field advantage. Um, well, the, the same goes for Ohio State this weekend. So uh, maybe we can keep in step with them and score some points early. Um, you know, good communication on field might lead to more productivity for our offense. I mean, who knows? But uh that's my spin on <laughs> an empty stadium and how Nebraska maybe can use that to, to their advantage to surprise a team that perhaps comes into the season a little overconfident because they're already thinking about the postseason on oh, yeah. game one. They are so confident. You keep hearing stuff like, uh, Justin Fields is even better than he was before. Mm-hmm. He... He can now read the mind of Ryan, his day as coach. Oh, and yeah, he can... I saw that stuff. <laughs> it's like, oh, really? When a when a player is really familiar with his coach, he, he comes to understand what the coach has consistently communicated to him over the years yeah, about how he that. runs his offense. Wow, that's crazy. Like, Justin, I've known you long enough. I, I never have an idea of where you're headed with anything, <laughs> anything you're saying. Okay, anyway, um, yeah... And just the whole fact that Ohio State is ranked 
when all these teams are playing and winning and losing and you look at the top 25 or whatever and you see Ohio State towards the top of that list and they haven't even played a down of football like that's just the weirdness of 2020 but you know hopefully hopefully it is kind of you know massaging the ego a little bit there and heading into this weekend Nebraska can surprise them and you know leverage that I, I just think no matter what happens, whether, you know, it, it could be it could be ugly, uh, it could be heartbreaking, it could be close and then get ugly, you know, it, it could, you know, we could pull some sort of upset, but no matter what happens, um, it's just such a bizarre year that the team and the fan base needs to just keep a level head. Um, we've got Wisconsin as the rebound. Um coming to Nebraska for the second consecutive year. And, you know, that game is even more important because it's it's in division. It's the team that has won the division most of the time the last, like, five years. So I guess my, my big hope for the team is that we just stay level, try our best, nobody gets hurt, um, we acquit ourselves well, there's lots of great plays put on tape, lots of players get playing time, um, there's lots of room to grow. It's not... You know, if it's if it is ugly, that's not so ugly that you can't grow from it, and um, that whether it's a huge huge loss or a huge win, that the team can just make that next step and, and attack this abbreviated fast season. Mm. Yeah, man, it's I don't think that that's going to happen though. Like, uh, and when I say that, I'm talking about our players being so dejected that they can't respond uh, appropriately for the next week. I think that. That is one thing that we can be confident is that Frost is going to have these guys mentally prepared to shake off any type of loss or any type of even embarrassment, dare I say, um, because hopefully in that locker room, you know, once that game is over, they're already thinking about how can we take on Wisconsin, you know? Yeah. Well, and and uh, just to state, I think, the obvious, last year with the Colorado game, like that game – it hurt the team in a way that they didn't, it seems like they didn't recover from. Yeah. And yeah. I feel like, um, you know, mental health has been a really big buzzword in the last six to seven months as people are isolated and alone and trapped in these weird, unusual cycles. And it was neat that, uh, Dedrick Mills had a piece. I don't know if you saw it about his mental health struggles and how, you know, meeting with the team psychologist or psychiatrist one too has been extremely beneficial for him. So, you know, you hope that with all the resources that Nebraska has, that this has become a more mentally strong team. And, you know, you go, you think about the advantages that I feel like we do have, which, you know, everything you could possibly need, these players have. Um, They've been together since, you know, early in the pandemic when they came back really um, purposefully and carefully. And, and I feel, so I feel like this is a really cohesive group and not that Ohio State isn't, but um, you know, hopefully there's some intrinsic advantage to that that helps us start faster and cleaner. I like that. Yeah, yeah, man. I I completely had blacked out <laughs> the the <laughs> the way that Nebraska dealt with Colorado last year. That was ugly, man. I really hope that again. Speaking to so many leaders coming back. Um, you got good captains in charge of this team. Hopefully they're preparing themselves in a way where they're saying, hey, we're not going to let anything like that happen again. 
Yeah, I mean, that game, the game itself, too, there was a lot of mental fragility where we dominated the first half. Thought we were running away with it, and then you just let them back in, and little things start to snowball, and the defense runs out of gas, the offense loses its mojo. So, uh, yeah, you got a third-year starting quarterback. You've got a ton. I don't have the number of starts that we've got returning on the offensive line. I remember at the beginning of last year, it was a really low number, and we were towards the bottom of the country. I bet we're, you know, at least in the top 50% of returning starts. I feel like we return a lot of, of talent. I return all the starters plus solid backups and with new additions. You know, there's um, just a lot coming back. So I feel like you and I are, are being kind of tentative here, and, and, and it's it's that pregame nerves. But it's, bef- you know, the biggest game, the biggest opponent for the first game after the longest break. I mean, ah! But you know what? Hopefully we're, what? Our third-year quarterback is healthy this year, and we know it. And you know what? Also, he started a game at the Horseshoe already. True. A lot of these guys have. This is this is there. old. This is just routine for these guys now. Been there, done that. You're not even going to have fans this year. What's there to be afraid of? <laughs> Where'd all your fans go? They Scared didn't show up. <laughs> <laughs> they don't believe in you. <laughs> Because you lost the last game of the season. You want to pull some score prediction out of thin air here? Sounds good. I, I've got one in mind. You want me to go? Yeah, go ahead. I'm going to go with 45 to 42. Wow. A shootout. Yeah, I have a really similar score. I have 48 to 44. Okay. I don't All know right. where I got 44 from. <laughs> I originally was think I was originally going to say something in the 50s, but then I was like, that's insane. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it, it got me thinking about like, well... I could see Ohio State scoring somewhere in the 40s on us, so we better we have to score more. <laughs> yeah, we better score more points. So that's why you know at least we'll be probably in the ballpark there. And of course, the rule for the has uh, always been, despite all the losses, the rule has always been that we you have to pick the Huskers to win. Yep, yep, and that's something that we will continue to do until this podcast fades into obscurity and it's just a memory. In I'm the minds of in obscurity. Well, I mean, like you know, further you know, obscurity. Forty years from now, six of one is saying, you know, I used to be this guest on a podcast. They, they were pretty popular for what they did. <laughs> and they'll they be like, that's hard. okay, that's okay. Just uh, hook up your virtual reality goggles and play some, you know, VR Wii bowling, and it'll be okay. Six of one. When I was a college student in Chicago in the mid aughts, uh, there was a lot of. Uh, well, the Bulls were terrible, and and there were all these ads on the radio like, you need to be a, uh, a Bulls fan through thick and thin. Because <laughs> it was clear that they were in the thin years. Mm. And I feel like hopefully we've put some of those thin years behind us. Yeah. Oh, man. Wouldn't it be wonderful if the the silver lining on 2020, and not to like be flippant about all of the terrible things happening this year, but uh, it would be nice to look back on this awful year and say, but that's when the Huskers finally turned it around. Yeah. And nobody's expecting it from us either. Mm-hmm. Nobody is expecting us to have a good year. So Unlike it, uh, last year good. where they had no reason to think anything and everybody's like, well, they could be a national title contender because Scott Frost, year two, that's going to happen. Like, stop it. <laughs> Leave us alone. <laughs> well, we will be sure to... Record our thoughts and share them with you following this game. 
but we also want to remind you, as we discussed for the first time last week, that we want to hear your thoughts following the game. And uh, so be sure and call us on our Runs of Reaction line. We're going to be posting that number right after the game ends. Go ahead, save it in your phone, call us every week. We've got free Runs of Combo coupons that we'll find a way to get to you if you're on the show. Not to guarantee everybody gets one. Right, right. I was actually going to say, you and I should probably have a discussion about how we're going to do that. I think that, honestly, you and I should just have a little discussion before each episode and say, which one of these messages do we feel is worthy of a coupon? So, like, mm. I'm just going to be upfront about the fact that we're, we're going to have a discussion about which one of these messages do we like the most, who had the highest quality, uh, you know, voicemail. Yeah, yeah. Who, who, tell us something Mike. interesting. Well, and Mike, I think we might be able to send out two per episode. Really? Yeah, we've got a good stash here. Oh, man. So that means if so. only two people call in this next week, like, that's like a 100% chance of getting a free Runza. Or, be, or a burger, because they're great, too. Chili and cinnamon roll season is upon us. Uh, you know, you, you name it, you can get it. You know what I got hooked on um, the first go-around with runs on this podcast? I had never tried it before until you talked about it, was the cheeseburger runza. Mm. That's, like, my my staple now whenever I go to runza. Not kidding. Yeah, if, if you get one of these coupons, you got to make sure... And go with some of those upgrades, like because the of course the cheeseburger runs is a little bit of a up, yeah, upcharge there. That is a so premium you, item, but your coupon's good for it. Yeah, it, it it can also get you frings, which is also a little bit of an upcharge. So you know, get that combo, max it out, be savvy, let us know what you got. So Justin, as the podcast's resident fat guy, I'm gonna have a, a chat <laughs> with you here about the uh, the frings dilemma. Whenever I get frings. It always yeah. feels like there's either too many fries or there Ooh. are too many onion rings. So you want to know the, the best solution to that. What's that, Mike? Just just get onion rings and then add another order of fries on <laughs> top of it. Um, so, you know. Don't do that. <laughs> Don't do that. Sodium warning. Alert. Alert. <laughs> oh, man. Those fresh onion rings are really good. So, folks... Put this number into your phone. Put us on speed dial. Get ready to call. You could call us at halftime. Uh, makes more sense to call us after the game. But, um, you know, the game will be done 3, 4 o'clock. Think about it for a little while. Give us a call uh, in the evening after dinner time. But the number, friends, 402-704-7693. That's 402-704-7693. Program that into your phone. Add us to your favorites. That way you got us on speed dial as soon as the game is over. Um, I do get these messages on my telephone, and I see you calling in as soon as the game is over. So it is fun to, to go in and listen right away to what people have to say. However, that said, you do have up until, let's say, usually about Sunday afternoon uh, each weekend to be able to call in. So if you don't get around to it right away, let's say you're hanging out with family and friends and uh, you know, you're know you not, you can't get to a quiet place to call us. Uh, you know, a lot of times in the past, though, you could tell people were calling us as they were walking back to their cars after games, you know? So mm-hmm. um, audio quality is not super important as long as you're not, like, next to a speaker that's playing, you know? <laughs> yes, that that dog that sings Linkin Park lyrics. The dog. I'll send you the link. Trust right. me. <laughs> well, hey, speaking of fall traditions... 
kind of finally re-emerging when it comes to, uh, you know, be safe. But if you do end up watching the game with family or friends uh, and uh, food comes into the picture, we do want to commend Central Nebraska Buffalo to you. Um, fill up your freezer now. Now is the perfect time to, to place an order. Fill up your freezer with high-quality bison meat. You've got something to grill uh, in the coming weeks while you're watching football. And not just any football, we're talking Nebraska football, so why not buy from a local vendor who's making and raising this meat right here in our own backyard in uh, Hordeville, Nebraska. I've been to Hordeville multiple times over the years. I can speak to the high-quality human beings that live in that town, and mm. uh, if you want to support them and support local businesses, this is your opportunity. And the meat's really good, too. Also, uh, hope you enjoyed our conversation with Monty Rohde a few weeks back. It was a pleasure to have him on the show and hear a little bit about his business and his Husker fandom. If, you are, uh, if you're thinking about buying or selling your home or, or know someone who is, you should give him a call or a text. He's your man. What was our grammatical error in the past? Looking does? to buy or sell a home in Lincoln or know someone who does, right? Yeah. Well... Thanks, Bill. My brother is the one who had the courage to point it out to us. All of our other listeners, you failed me. But I still love you. <laughs> We've got lots of love to give. If, uh, if this is a Husker victory this Saturday, uh, this day is going to be euphoric. But, you know, appreciate every game that we get, guys. This is such a weird season. Who knows what's going to happen? We've got all kinds of testing, all kinds of social isolate, social isolation. There's no guarantee of tomorrow for this football team. Not to say they're going to die, just but that they could get, you know, this. It's a really long time to sit out if you if you test positive. So uh, Brahms got it, and so he's out. I think it's ten days for coaches as opposed to three weeks for players. Um, man, uh, just appreciate every snap, folks, because in an abbreviated season, in, in a weird year. They're each each snap is precious, and that's my soapbox for the night. Wow, yeah, no, it's a good point though. It makes me, uh, you know, want to stop and smell the roses in general this week. Appreciate the finer things, the simple things, the small blessings, folks. They're mm. there. They're there. Look for them. They're there. Well, with that, Mike, I think there's nothing left to say but go big red. Go big red. Let's get a win. Husker Football Fan Podcast is an unofficial, non-commercial podcast and is intended for educational and entertainment purposes only. The views expressed on this podcast belong solely to the individuals expressing them. The Husker Football Fan Podcast is not endorsed by or affiliated with the Nebraska Cornhuskers or the University of Nebraska.